301-230-0980 is the number. It's the Hoffman Show here on the Team 980. Linnell Willingham sitting in for Craig Hoffman. We'll take you to 6 p.m. before Maryland Terrapins basketball follows your boy. Plenty of big-time hoops on tap tonight. Mentioned it at the top of the show. I'm a big NBA guy. 48 hours away from the trade deadline coming up on Thursday. We got the Bucks visiting Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and the Suns tonight. Uh, that's 1030 over on TNT. Make sure you tap into that. I'm... Super excited to see that matchup. I feel like we've been robbed of LeBron versus Giannis too many times to this point. We also get to see Damian Lillard versus Devin Booker tonight as well. So plenty of star power on the floor uh, tonight on TNT. I want to continue our conversation about the quarterback position here in Washington. That is the most important problem to solve here moving forward. And we know how universally aligned Dan Quinn, Adam Peters, and ownership are right now. It's beautiful. It's music to my ears. But that being said, they're ultimately going to have to come to a decision at quarterback. And whichever decision they come to, like I said, they will be universally aligned in that decision. We heard from Lewis Riddick on what Washington should do at quarterback. We heard from you, the callers, on what Washington should do at quarterback or what the outlook is for Washington at quarterback. We even heard Dan Quinn talk about it yesterday in his media availability, getting introduced here in Washington. But he didn't really go into great detail about what Washington's plans are going to be at quarterback. But then he got a little bit looser with our own Scott Abraham of ABC7. When asked about the quarterback position, Dan Quinn had this to say. What do you look at when you see the quarterback position here currently in Washington? And maybe how do you plan to attack that via free agency or the draft? Yeah, and certainly talent is here also at quarterback, you know, going against, you know, Sam through this year and, and honestly from a little bit from last year as well, you knew how, you know, talented this player was and the strength and the arm talent and the ability to create and that's what quarterback play is, you know, off schedule plays and get outside the pocket. Not everything is always clean and where you can go. So um, we're just getting started on the evaluation phase. And so when you're putting a whole program together, there's free agency, there's the draft, and you'll look at all the things, you know, to try to make the team better. But um, I was certainly impressed by the competitor that Sam is. That jumped out to me, uh, you know, how tough and competitive he is. So you're saying there's a chance, Dan Quinn. I feel like fans out there, no one, no one was ready for that response. I don't know if some of you out there are smart enough to anticipate it. But as I've continued to say, we're at the mercy of the evaluator, people. We don't know what Adam Peters and company are going to take away from Sam Howell's first year as an NFL starter. We simply don't know. And I think we all are in concert here believing that, you know, look, Sam Howell probably wasn't put in the best position to succeed last year. Honestly. The moves that Washington made last offseason weren't the moves of a team that was trying to develop a young quarterback. Sam Howell being anointed the starter last year was Ron Rivera trying to save his own ass. But ultimately, it's going to end up being good for the franchise because while there were some really rough moments down the stretch, we can't sit here and ignore the positives that we saw from Sam Howell. If we're being objective about this thing. And like I said earlier, Adam Peters' track record speaks for itself when it comes to the quarterback position. 
Brock Purdy is starting for the Niners in the Super Bowl right now. They moved on from Trey Lance, who was the top five pick. Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback under center the last time we saw the Niners play in the Super Bowl. So I think the big thing we're going to have to learn and figure out here over the next several months is how Adam Peters ultimately views the quarterback position. How important is it for him to take one in the top five or in the first round? That matters here. And everyone wants to talk about Drake May and what he was able to do in Phil Longo's offense and how it is eerily similar to the air raid that Cliff Kingsbury ran. We bring up Drake May, but if you're going to bring up Drake May, you got to bring up Sam Howell as well. You just have to, right? What if Cliff Kingsbury, what if Adam Peters, what if Dan Quinn decides, you know what? I think there's some meat on the bone here. I think he has a skill set that I could ultimately work with. And it makes the most sense to build this team the way I built the Super Bowl, perennial Super Bowl contender in San Francisco. Build things up front along the offensive line. Make sure that the quarterback is properly insulated. Make sure Sam Howell has all he needs to succeed. That's my that's my own thing. That's why I'm not completely closing the door on Sam Howell. Why, how could you to this point? How could you to this point? And even if they do decide to draft a quarterback at two or, or they trade back and take one later in the first round, can we learn from the mistakes of our past? Can we not be hard-headed? Whatever happens at quarterback, I know one thing for certain. There sure as hell better be a competition going on in training camp. No one better be anointed the starter like we've seen in years past. I'm done with that mentality. And I hope that Adam Peters and company don't have those same beliefs. And you heard competition as a buzzword yesterday from DQ. You got to have it at every position. And I think it's super important. At quarterback, I understand wanting to get a guy reps and things of that nature. But, man, at the end of the day, you got to figure out who's the best option for you. And I think that sometimes can come by virtue of competition. Whoever they draft, if they choose to draft someone, Sam Howell's under contract. They will have to go through him if it was my football team. And I think we're at the point right now, because we know so little about the evaluation, could be in a situation in the spot where it's like, look, I don't think I don't think it's worth taking a quarterback in the top five. This offensive tackle class is the best in recent memory. Imagine trading back from number two overall, getting your choice of the top tackle, and then with the assets that you were able to coop from trading back, imagine able to imagine being able to get another starting tackle. You can walk out of April's draft with two starting tackles, a starting center. I mean, there's so many different ways they ultimately could go. But I think the talent in the draft, specifically at offensive tackle, is really going to influence the way that they go.
I think you'd be crazy not to acknowledge that. So many different options on the table for this group. And I know the idea of Sam Howell ever getting to go under center again scares the hell out of a lot of you. But, um, dude, as I said at the top of the show, quarterback success, specifically the success of a young signal caller, is all dependent upon fit. And based off of what they did to try and elevate Sam Howell, wasn't a good fit for him last year in Washington. Not with that offensive line. Just is what it is at this point. If you're going to harp on the negatives that you saw at the end of the season, you can't omit the positive things that we saw through the first half. There's clearly, there's clearly something there with Sam Howe. He's not, he's not Taylor Heineke. He's got physical gifts to be a starter in the league. I think it's I think it's super important that the offensive coordinator has a plan to elevate this kid. I think it's super important that the talent evaluators have a plan to elevate this kid. You have to surround him with the most talent possible. And Washington just simply didn't do that this past year. They just didn't. You can't tell me you're trying to develop Sam Howe, but you draft Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin with your first two picks. You can't tell me you're trying to develop Sam Howe and you draft an unplayable guard. Talk about Brayden Daniels. And I know the injury happened for Brayden. Before he was hurt, he was horrible. Had a rough camp. They didn't do enough to help Sam Howe last year. I think we can all agree upon that. Or can we? It's all up to Adam Peters. It's all up to Josh Harris and Cliff Kingsbury and Dan Quinn. Like I continue to say, we're now at the mercy of the evaluator. We'll take your calls if you got them still. 301-230-0980 is the number. We'll take one final time out before we hand things over to Maryland Terrapins basketball. Then we got real things coming up next here on the Team 980. 